Welcome to the Switch Clicks Podcast, Episode 3, recorded on August 19th, 2020. My name is Dakota, and today I'm joined by Devin, Nathan, Tyler, Carson, and a new member, Jake G. You can introduce yourself, Jake G. Hello. <laughs> oh, great introduction. Uh, today we're talking about um, some Fortnite controversy, the new Indie World Showcase that Nintendo just released, and some Zelda leaks. So let's get started with Fortnite. So uh, here's some context. Uh, Fortnite released an update that gives uh, the consumer an option to save 20% when buying V-Bucks if it's purchased straight from Epic Games themselves, um, which is $7.99 versus $9.99, which is a pretty decent deal. Uh, And then hours later, Apple removes Fortnite from the App Store for breaking terms of service. Uh, I and think a couple minutes Google later, well, well, yeah. with, uh, Google Play. Uh, Epic Games releases a video parroting an Apple ad from 1984 uh, against IBM, quoting, "Epic Games has defied the App Store monopoly in retaliation." Apple is blocking Fortnite from billions of devices. Join the fight to stop 2020 from becoming 1984. So, what do you guys think? There's a billion Apple products? Probably. Well, I mean, it's bad on Apple's end because they're not making any money in the end. Because there's actually a tax that you, they take off of it. 30% of what Epic Games make, make goes towards Apple. They make I don't know about the word about the taxes. No, it's thirty uh, percent. So whatever, let's just say it's fourteen bucks. Thirty percent of that fourteen bucks goes towards Apple. Oh, a commission. Yeah, yeah, thirty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Commission. They're not making that commission anymore. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I think the ent- the whole problem comes from. I know. I'm pretty sure other um, apps do have a direct payment method, but I think the difference was they kind of talked it at talked it out with Apple and uh, yeah, made, sure, deal, basically. Yeah, made sure that it was all good with them when a Fortnite and Epic Games, I'm pretty sure they just went behind their back, which makes sense why they kick them off. Like, hmm. They bypassed 30% tax when I get V-Bucks and stuff like that. Yeah, That's why they got kicked off. Yeah. Well, yeah, like, I don't like, see a horrible, like, they're um, Fortnite or Epic Games, they, uh, they're basically saying we're doing this for the little people, but if I'm being, like, maybe, like, they're, I don't know, it it just, it feels, it's just billion dollar company complaining that they are spending, that they don't get as much money from billion dollar company. Uh, Trillion dollar company versus billion dollar company. To me, oh, it's true. That, Epic Games is the underdog here. <laughs> I was going to say, it kind of makes sense, because I would assume in the deal of we're putting it on our store, that whatever contract they had to sign to do that was probably like, any purchases made have to, we get a share. But then they go and do the, you have to go in the Epic Games store. So that probably just ticked Apple off. It's like, no, we had a deal. Yeah, I am no businessman. I have not seen any of that, but from my mind, that would make sense. I would be upset if someone broke a deal with me. And even though yeah. they are a very rich company, it's like money is money. So, and I guess the same thing happened with uh, Google. Well, Except yeah. with Google, they're a little less strict over devices. I'd say they're All these- they're probably the same amount of strict, but there's a lot. It's an Android device, so you can Android, get Android offer. Like four different ways. <laughs> do, they have, do they have that same um, kind of tax they put on downloading apps? Or I re- think so, yeah. 30%, that sounds about right. Yeah. Just that Google Play makes it easier for people to find certain apps, which is why yeah. it's kind and, of important. Um, the Google Play Store isn't the only way that you can get apps. Like, I can uh, literally just I... go on the site. <laughs> Yeah, when I got my uh, Android phone, uh, there was it started off with two different stores, at least, and then you can also, on top of that, download apps from the internet. So, uh, yeah, it, it's not like I feel. I'm pretty sure with Apple, it's there's only one 
way to get apps on that device. Very, very controlled. Unless you want to jailbreak your phone, which is kind of a pain. Oh, yeah. Uh, not legal. <laughs> is it not legal? Yeah. Well, not really. <laughs> don't like They don't like it if you jailbreak it. It's yeah. legal, but Apple just doesn't like it. But your your uh, warranty goes away immediately. Oh, yeah. Fair. Now, personally, I don't think... Oh, now that Apple's considering on removing Unreal Engine from their, uh, their devices, it's kind of detrimental towards other developers. And I have a feeling developers are going to blame big games on this, but don't like it. Could be it could go either way. I feel like Apple um, Apple's decision to remove Unreal Engine make a significant impact over um, Epic Games. However, it doesn't compare to say Fortnite's community over. PC or consoles. Um, you, I don't think. You'd honestly be surprised at how big the Fortnite community around uh, mobile is. So yeah. some people like make thousands of dollars because there's like mobile tournaments or whatever. Shockingly so surprising. Like, like, I, I didn't expect job. it myself. Yeah. Um, I didn't expect it myself. With Unreal Engine getting removed or something from uh, anything Apple. It sucks, but at the same time, I don't think developer like any putting anything on like an Apple device uh, for like games other than like a phone is kind of a second priority. Like you originally are probably going to develop a game for Windows, and then if the game does well, then you'll port port it over to Mac. I don't know how many games are made specifically with Mac exclusively in mind. Like I don't think people buy a Mac because. I want to game. Uh, but imagine a lot of smaller games are, are. Imagine a lot of smaller games are ported over, just because, like I don't know, maybe some more simpler people want to use them, not just the hardcore yeah. gamers. There are a lot of games that can actually work with mobile. Like Fortnite, Fortnite works well with mobile. Controller but still. So yeah, now that that. Apple is probably going to be removing Unreal Engine games. That's like, I'd say that's, I'm guessing here, but that's probably like 20% of all games on the App Store are probably run on the Unreal Engine. So that means those developer accounts would just yeah. be shut down and the game would be removed. At so least yeah. there are alternatives for many developers, like uh, Unity, for example, is also pretty big. But is it easy to move over your game? I don't. I don't think it's that. I, I don't think oh, so. No, that's difficult. But working a game from scratch is probably the only option they'll have left. In that case. I think something also to note is that this uh, Apple taking away Unreal Engine is not only going to hurt the developers, but it'll also hurt Apple themselves, since less developers will well developers that that that's uh, also that's also true. Like, there's always that. There's also oh, that risk gosh. there. That Apple's yeah. taking. They won't trust yeah, like, them as much now because of them basically removing it. Kind of yeah, I think Apple's going to get a lot of flack for this for sure. Oh yeah, size <laughs> there for sure. But I think well, I think that Epic like shot at Apple, but Apple only put a shield up and then put a mine in the HQ. So yeah, that's, <laughs> that's kind of a interesting analogy. We're but... just waiting for it to blow up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're waiting for that court case because that could make a big, big difference. Oh, court no, cases no. take like months to do, though. So we're gonna have oh, to yeah. wait. There's yeah, a lot of years. There's Especially a lot with this kind of a case between these two companies, probably have like twenty attorneys each. Does Epic yeah. Games even have a case? Isn't Epic Games' case we didn't want to pay money? Well, their <laughs> their cases they don't want Apple to be a monopoly. It's, it's unfair. They want they're, they're yeah. They unfair. want more developer freedom. They want more freedom on the money they're making. They want all of it, or a, a larger cut. And I mean, think what Apple's doing is fair. You mentioned the uh, court case, but there's a lot still going on, and I'm pretty sure Apple's winning that one. <laughs> well, like, yeah. I don't know. Apple's a huge company, so I don't know Apple's just what... gonna announce, Hi guys, we bought Epic Games. <laughs> <laughs> if they bought out Epic Games, I don't know what my reaction will be. That'd be crazy! That would um, be crazy. The one thing I'm a little 
Like, does Apple take more of a cut than like Google Play or uh, Android I think it's does? Equal. I, I heard I don't Apple. See the problem. I'm gonna assume it's equal. But... I heard Apple was thirty percent. Does anyone know the numbers for Google? It's thirty. It's um. Let me see right now. I'm pretty sure it's thirty percent on both. But I think Apple just uh, just did something first, like they sued Epic Games first or whatever. Yeah. So that means they're in the spotlight for the news, and then Google kind of just went after. So, <laughs> but they're both getting sued. Oh, okay. Just that Apple is a lot more. Apple's a bigger name. Apple yeah, has yeah. a lot of leverage because it's the only way to pretty much download any application on it, your phone, right? So the app store. Apple and they, they only locked it to one. It's basically. thirty percent for Android as well. So okay. at least with Android, there's alternatives up. Yeah. Um, Google doesn't have as much leverage as Apple does. Yeah. Well, yeah, you, because so Epic is actually supporting different links to say, hey, you can still get Fortnite on your phone on your Android phone. If you use these links, and then they have like four different ones. It Just like at launch, how like Fortnite it. was never added to the Google Play Store. They launched uh, Fortnite on Androids. Started oh, just yeah. giving it out on their actual site. Yeah, they did. It was uh, the Galaxy Store or whatever. And they downloaded it from there, and then later on they did it. Yeah, I don't remember when they added it to Google Play. I just know... At launch, it was pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. Well, 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 all I can say is that this, uh, this lawsuit is going to be pretty epic. Ha-ha, <laughs> 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 funny uh, meme. Uh, yeah, <laughs> funny. funny. <laughs> Do you think there's going to be a news, Gosh. like a, a news article um, where the, where the um, if um, Epic Games wins... Do you think a news site somewhere, the title for Epic Beats uh, Apple in lawsuit, would it be uh, Epic Games gets Epic Victory Royale against Apple in uh, App Store lawsuit? If it's an educated reporter, then yeah. <laughs> that could be our title when it eventually happens. If, yeah, if Epic Games wins... <laughs> We we will uh, clickbait it as hard as possible. Oh yeah, we'll clickbait everything. <laughs>
Well, You'd be surprised. Yeah, there, there are some pretty like there's there are some hidden gems out there too. Maybe, but I was looking through and it looks pretty cringe to me. It's all that. <laughs> it's like I had the some end. indie games. I will admit are terrible because they like, they don't have something to drive the player to keep playing, and their production value is clearly not as high. But there are also some indie games that are just immensely popular and just they're so impressive, like. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I know, I know, I know. Has there been a price released for these games yet? Uh, some of them, yeah. What, I what, think uh, Spirit Fair. I think I saw twenty eight ninety nine. Yeah. Expensive phone game, my dude. It looks it looks pretty <laughs> big for an indie game, though. It is pretty big. They had a full like animated cutscene at the beginning of their presentation that was crazy mm. it looked really yeah, good we are actually unrailed aha funny segue <laughs> uh -oh, so please. unrailed is coming to the switch i thought it was already on the switch but apparently not okay huh. nobody's gonna say anything <laughs> actually, no, i don't really have of, that much to say about unrailed i'm it's kind of excited so for that. I don't not that interested it's a co-op puzzle game and i think it's you can go head to head with other people so it looks fun yeah, it looks fun. I'm I was gonna now. say, yeah, I'm excited for it as one of the YouTubers I watch did a playthrough of like the PC version. So the whole like, thing, not the whole thing. It's not exactly a story-based game, like you said. It's a team-based puzzle solver. So basically, it's you got a little train, right? And you have to collect resources from around you to build a track as your train is moving to the next station. So, in terms of, in the beginning, it'll be, like, a super slow game, right? Like, what can you expect? It's just, like, it's the start. The train's slow. But as it keeps going, it's going to get faster and faster. So, I would actually think it's neat if even, like, we here all got it and then had a contest of making teams and seeing who gets further. Yeah, oh, fair enough. I could see that being fun. Very poggers. Oh. oh, yeah, I guess. And then uh, the last game on my list is uh, Baron Breakfast. That comes out in 2021. But like, I I'm really into like tycoon games that give me something else than just like a mobile game gives me. It's like, okay, wait 10 minutes. Okay, wait another 20 oh my minutes. Gosh. Yeah, that's that's pretty much. But this game looks <laughs> like okay. Game. In the meantime, when this is being built I and mean, when you're customizing, you can go an adventure and then get more people to come to your bed and breakfast, and yeah. and then I guess probably get materials of some sort. No, and you're bearing the whole time. It, it's almost like you know Animal Crossing, like? but like it's no, there's no like islands. <laughs> what if I, I guess, told you? Yeah. What if I told you more based on the hotel sort of thing as opposed to building up a city or um, vacation location. That's true. Sounds like, it sounds like the exact premise of Clash of Clans. I'm going to be honest, guys. <laughs> well, Clash of Clans is just... It's, it's an entirely different thing. It's I don't know, man. You're waiting for things to upgrade. you got to wait for resources. I didn't see, you actually. Invite people I didn't to your clans. Timers. Oh, no timers? Poggers. I didn't see any timers on, in the gameplay trailer, so maybe there isn't a timer. I'm hoping there isn't, because I want to play this game. And Tyler, you had some games that you wanted to, to talk about? Uh, yeah, yeah, I did. Um, well, I, I mean, I really only have two games to talk about, but the uh, we might as well bring up like the the big news, like uh, some of the more popular indie games that either have an update or are were shown off, um, like Subnautica coming to the Switch. That game was what um, maybe it still is quite a big game that uh, honestly surprised is only now coming to the switch i understand why it's like subnautica it might not seem like it but it is an enormous game just for like the oh, landscape yeah. alone right because there's so many underwater pathways all the biomes are like immense with tons of secrets tons of creatures right so yeah. i would i would see it if like the switch it's hard to run it I could see that happening, as it is such a larger game. Well, I mean, if my 2007 iMac can run it, I think the Switch can. Uh, yes. 
Um, then there's also yeah. it is definitely a single player game. So, yeah, which is a little harder to sell on the Switch, but I, I can still see people getting it, and especially considering Below Zero, my it just comes with it. Zero, yeah. That's kind of that's kind of um to put it lightly, um, pretty pog. I mean, um, true. People are forgetting <laughs> that the Switch is handheld, so you could just take that thing on the go. Hey, whatever. Yeah. 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 I can't take my computer on the go, so it's nice to do that. Um, well, yeah. Uh, the other big news shown at the end was an update to Untitled Goose Game, bringing in a second goose to cause even more havoc. It's a small little thing, but hey, it's kind of neat. I personally um, haven't tried a title yeah. of game myself. Um, well, you should. Only it's it's good. I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to this update and seeing how much more chaotic the game will become. I know it it was. It might still be on the Game Pass. I know at one point it was. So Chaotic neutral. If anyone has that, you could probably pick it up. But I don't know. It might have been removed. Anyway. Um, now, to the games I personally found really interesting, um, Takeshi and Hiroshi is a really cute game where you, I believe you play as an older brother designing an RPG game for your younger brother. That's, I really think this this good. game is, it like, the art style is adorable, the game idea is really cute, and it kind of hits home for me because I... Um, I loved, like, when I was younger, I would, like, spend a bunch of my time making, like, little games to play on, like, the trampoline or, like, make a board game to play with my brother and sister. So it kind of kind of hits home in that way. Yeah. Yeah, something I want to say about this game. Um, this might be spoilers. I haven't played the game at all, but this might be spoilers. If you don't want to hear it, you should skip maybe, like, two minutes in the future. <laughs> But I have a feeling the little brother or the brother who's making the game will die because I saw multiple hospital things, like hospital uh, poles or whatever, that from like IV and stuff. So uh, the reason I mean, why they're kind of die. I mean, the gameplay is two hours long, from what I heard. So freaking ripping chat, boys. <laughs> it's gonna be a really sad game. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't. It does kind of feel like a, a really easy ploy to put, like, oh no, Hiroshi has cancer. That's not good. <laughs> like, oh I don't know. It, it does it does feel a little bit like you could put that in. Oh, but, yeah. No, the it, inspiration for the older brother to make the game is his younger brother is dying. Oh, oh no! no. <laughs> We're gonna sound really insensitive if this is actually the yeah, this is actually no. the plot of the it's, game. I, um, I will probably not play it, even though it is adorable and the storyline's really cute. I will probably not play it because I'm emotional. So if it does turn out to be sad, <laughs> I will get attached to the characters and have a little breakdown as soon as it ends. Don't worry, it it's only two hours. <laughs> <Bruh. laughs> I mean, um, the game is phenomenal from what it looks like. So, yeah, I really play the game, and if you like it, you like it. Yeah, it. Um, I really like the art style. It's it almost looks claymationy. Uh, uh, is claymation. The one game that motion yeah. claymation cutscenes that uh, that really like surprised me because it hasn't been around for quite a while. <laughs> yeah. I thought the whole um, game was going to be that, and then they started showing the gameplay, and I'm like, oh, that's mm. kind of boring. <laughs> well, uh, speaking of cool art styles, the second game I uh, was going to bring up was um, Card Shark, the, uh, the game in which you cheat um, at cards. Though, really, like, if I had to buy one game, this would probably be it, exclusively because it looks nice like it almost looks like um you know harry potter and the deathly hollows you know when uh when they did that the little storybook section when talking about the brothers and uh how they found like the three ultra magic items or something uh it's yeah. like the little Never yeah, watched harry potter. <laughs> oh. yeah um yeah well uh, another, I guess, hmm, I can't really think of another example. It's like 
I really like the storybook cutout kind of look to it. It looks uh, very cool. Definitely it is take on the game. It does feel a little bit like a phone game, but I mean, it would definitely be a phone game I'd play. <laughs> you talk about card shark. Yeah, it looks a shark. little bit. I could see how it looks a little bit like a phone game, but I mean, if it was on the phone, I, I'd play it. <laughs> looks pretty high quality for a phone game. And it looks yeah, like well, like, I just see like the gameplay feel like it. It doesn't feel like it's going to be super in depth, based on or maybe it scene. might. I think it might be pretty in depth. I have a feeling they'll give you like they'll teach you how to cheat at whatever card game this is. I didn't actually see what card game, but it and could then, be multiple card games, right? Probably. Yeah, probably a majority of different things. Like they'll give you different ways to cheat, and then your opponents will be susceptible susceptible to certain ways to cheat and mm. that's how you win i guess and if you use the wrong one but there's like a, probably a mechanic to uh like a paying attention mechanic if your opponent is paying attention to you or not you'll know or maybe you have to watch how the, your opponent moves or whatever it's it almost like punch out because the, uh... the developer said that you can he's actually going to teach you how to actually cheat <laughs> so the it's real kind of illegal when you think about it. <laughs> card reading, card reading in real life is card counting simulator. <laughs> um, yeah, but the way you explained it, it sounds it sounds like it could be like punch out almost, where it's like a series of well, in this case, card games, but like fights where you have to find the weakness to the uh, person to um, exploit it and end up winning. Or you get, um, well, I guess, shot. <laughs> but it's what it seems like. I definitely like the choice of era they, that they also chose. Like, uh, yeah. 1700s, 1800s kind of time is fairly interesting. It's mm -hmm. certainly a better choice than taking, well, modern days, where you simply get kicked out of a casino. And you literally just die if you screw up. Yeah, fair enough. Well, yeah, you can't, you those, those cutscenes look pretty cool. Can't bring a gun into a hard fight. No. <laughs> <laughs> American card probably game. Probably in that like. time, it probably could. Oh no, that's what I'm commenting on. Nowadays, you wouldn't be able to do that. But ah, uh, back, back well, then, yeah. in some places of the world, yeah, sure, sure, go ahead. Sure. <laughs> Back then, all the power to you. If you got a gun, you got a gun. <laughs> That's true. Did anybody else have any games they wanted to talk about? Every game. The game looks like Ori and like the Blind Force. I think it. I think that's the game. Uh, that oh, yeah. looks like an Ori game. I love it. It looks. Yeah. So nice. Ori and the Blind Forest crossed with Hollow Knight is what the vibe I got with from it. I mean, Hollow Knight's a good game. I still haven't finished it. But still, it's a good game. Uh, the one thing about Evergate that I, I thought is um, the developer um, or developers, they, they look really passionate about it when they were talking about it. They I, I could like feel the passion. Yeah, you can they, definitely they really feel been... like it was something they worked on all their life. Yeah. It, it was kind of odd to me. That, like I felt that passion and then they shadow dropped it, which felt so odd to me. I would think they would probably want to put some advertising behind it and then drop it. But I don't know how well shadow dropping is works. So I mean, maybe, maybe it really entirely depends on how many games are released after the show like right after the showcase. I think there are like three or four this time. It also depends uh, if, if, on they, people if they like... released all of them, that would have been a terrible idea, but that would definitely be a detriment towards their promotion. I wonder if the, the, the developers get to see the whole presentation before it's released. Rob, no, no, they, yeah, they probably only see their part just for the sake of uh, confidential stuff. Yeah, you don't want to. Um, it's almost. I wonder if uh, if that's the case. If it's like when they're watching the indie world showcase, it almost feels like uh, um, like a if doing like presentations in class when the one kid goes up and gets like a really good presentation and you're next, you're like, oh no. Oh, gonna, oh no, they released gonna... their game after two? Crap! <laughs> <laughs>
So uh, this whole week, uh, Zelda has been kind of in the spotlight lately with leaks. Uh, this week, a uh, listing for Skyward Sword on the Nintendo Switch was posted on the Amazon UK store. Um, generally, Amazon leaks are pretty accurate. Uh, there wasn't anything else pushing it that this was real, but hold up, hold because up. it was Amazon UK, it looked you pretty said real. said generally, like, true, right? But Kingdom Hearts is on the same page as this. Revealed two years before the actual date, but it never came out during that year. Wait, Kingdom Hearts on the Switch? <laughs> no, not on the Switch. I mean, for the PS4. It was oh. revealed that way, too. I was... I think that was more of a speculative type of thing than an it actual... Was similar way. Like it, was, it had a listing, and it got removed instantly. <laughs> I don't know how long this one stayed up for. I'm pretty sure it was probably it stayed up for like a couple. Of, it stayed up for like a couple of days, and then it, they just removed it. Wow. Then it might be fake. <laughs> could be fake, or could be, you know... You never know what it is. An actual what listing that's going to happen eventually in the future. Okay. That's true. People didn't take this uh, listing very lightly, though. All the fans are pretty desperate for something, and Cadence of Hyrule is clearly not something that they they were looking for. Maybe uh, sure some guy working at Amazon just decided to pull an epic troll on uh, <laughs> oh everyone. It's like, yeah, Sunshine HD. Let's add that to the listing so the and quickly is, take it off. With that <laughs> is like you'd lose your job if you, you did that. Yeah, you'd lose you your job. It. Would you? <laughs> but it's worth the epic gamer prank. I doubt it. <laughs> there are, like, it is, it is attention-seeking, for sure. Yeah, but, like, would be. you come out and say, like, yeah, I did it. It's not really attention-seeking, because nobody knows that you did it. That's true, yeah. Yeah. So what do you think, guys think about Skyward Sword coming to the Switch, if it, this is real? So, I really... Well, it'll definitely be, like, 100% one of those Joy-Con-only games. Oh. Skyward Sword was one of my favorite Zelda games, second to um, Twilight Princess. So it's not really also my favorite too. If it does come to Switch, then I'm going to be very, very happy and be gone for like a week playing that to no end. <laughs> I I'm honestly kind of surprised that Skyward Sword got like a Switch port before some of like like a Mario Galaxy or something like because. Those games were... I feel Skyward Sword was smaller than, like, some other Wii games. I mean, I'm happy it that it's definitely one of the Switch, last. It was definitely one of the last Wii games, for sure. It doesn't feel like... Uh, it doesn't feel as big as if... It, if um, no, it doesn't feel as big as if they were to release, like, Mario Sunshine HD, Galaxy oh, HD, everyone, something like that. I really hated this game. <laughs> it could be big in the context of the uh, 35th anniversary of Zelda. Could, I guess. but Very at the same awesome. time, there will be complaints about although control the game. Yeah. Uh, control and will also, be definitely a complaint. Uh, like even Magnet. Skyward Sword, like, oh, never mind. I was going to say before, like, Twilight Princess, but Twilight Princess was remastered for the Wii U, so... Never mind. Do you think they'll like um, revamp it where they'll put in motion control version and like an actual just button control? No, they the Zelda director already deconfirmed button controls. What, what about Why would they do that? What about the Switch lights then? Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. The market. There are Switch games that require Joy-Cons like Super Mario Party, for example. They could have done regular controls, but they they chose not to. Yeah, that's big I crazy. think the difference though that's is big Super crazy. Mario Party came out before the Switch Lite was released. That's thing, yeah. Also, Pokemon so there was Let less anger. There's also Ring Fit Adventure. <laughs> but that's, like, specifically, you need that peripheral. Uh, like, yeah. I feel like Skyward Sword's gonna be one of those games. Is, uh, like, there's no way they're gonna make a button-mapped, like, control scheme. And even if they did, it was gonna, it's, gonna, it's probably gonna be worse than motion controls. Well, then, it can't be that hard. Like you can it still can, have the be. moving the sword thing. You can hold A and then move the joystick, and that's your sword or whatever. But that's gonna that's gonna attract a lot of backlash when you think about it. No one's gonna like having to play with super gimmicky controls. Well, all the Switch Lite users are out. gonna be big cheese because they won't get a game other than Animal Crossing in like oh, past See, twenty months. 
Dakota, I would agree with you, other than the fact, like, the biggest fan problem with the Wii version was they had to recalibrate the controls constantly. Yeah, that was definitely it's, something a lot of players forgot to do. Yeah, personally, playing through... Kind of fixed it. Personally, playing through the game, if you, like, every half hour just take, like, two seconds to recalibrate your controls, it's not that bad. Or even when they get unsynced, it's just like, okay, just deal with it. Figure out, like, oh, if it's thinking I'm more to the left, move more to the right, and then recalibrate it, right? But if I feel like a lot of the fans, if they're like, oh, maybe they fixed Skyward Sword, but let's say they still have that recalibration aspect, then all the fans are going to start freaking out about something like that again or start getting nitpicky about the controls. Yeah, that's definitely big risk if they were to... I just feel button controls is, like, a really easy crowd-pleaser, almost. Like, it just feels like a really easy way to make everyone a little more hyped for this game. Because wasn't that, like, the big gripe with Skyward Sword is, I don't want to use motion controls, I yep, want... everyone hated motion controls. Okay, well, I don't know, it doesn't... Game was, so why the would game they remaster the game and not add, add button controls? That makes no sense at all. Yeah, I don't know, the guys. The game was built with the set, that set of controls, so trying to change it up is... They might have, like, a hybrid version. Because, like, doesn't, don't you have to use motion controls for part of the game? Like, for some, like, uh, tutorial things and stuff? Puzzles and combat. You could still yeah, use probably the gyro controls in they'd some way. They'd have to change up, like, how the actual game is played. Or, like, that uh, tutorial part where you have to use motion controls. They have to, like, I don't know. They have to, like, remake it or something. Because you can't... You can't use the motion controls, right? It'd be too easy just to click a button. That's it. Even even if they were to change the tutorial, you still have combat to remember because some enemies are very specific in like how you defeat them. Yeah, which uh, direction you swing, how you yeah. defeat them. Well, you can do like an uh, you can do an uh, what's it called an ocarina of time kind of like that tracking thing, but then you can have like different buttons for different uh, like directions of attack, like a vertical, horizontal, diagonal kind of attack thing. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how they'll do diagonal attacks if they were to do. Well, even then, they could like make something like that. I don't know with different buttons for different kind of attacks. With that um, lock on kind of. I feel more RPG, JRPG. I'll, I'll say. Oh, that's true. Mm-hmm. Although this is all uh, just speculative, it's it is a leak. Uh, there is another Zelda leak that might have happened. We're not one hundred percent sure, but I'm actually pretty confident in this one. Uh, Zelda. A Zelda Breath of the Wild 2 Collector Edition was listed on WTNT. Uh, This website also listed The Witcher 3 early, uh, back in 2018, and that came to fruition. Uh, The release date for the Zelda Breath of the Wild 2 Collectors is uh, December 31st, 2020. Uh, But the listed price, and the listed price, lines up with the original Breath of the Wild Collector's Edition. So now, do they say it's going to be released this year? Well, it doesn't say anything about that. I will say though, um, this is probably more of a placeholder thing because collector's editions are almost guaranteed for this type of game. Yeah, the They've collector's is almost guaranteed. But then uh, I I saw a good note somebody commented saying like collector's editions are usually only posted like a few weeks or like a month before the game comes out. Oh. Because there's such a low amount of them. No, they wouldn't so, shadow release it like that. That's too big of a game to do that. Well, of course, that's, they're not going to shadow That's marketing it. right there. What like, if, even what just if they a few just weeks. Release like, it in they, November. Weren't they hyping up the first game for, like, a couple years? That's like, only they got because it, they delayed it, like, eight times. <laughs> true, true. But that got it so much hype and so much attention. So when the game actually I came mean, the, out... There's also the Switch, which really hyped it up. That's true. That's a contributing factor. It was, like, one of the only games for that the time you're you're not wrong there uh i feel like this is not anything surprising just zelda fans are overhyping this a little too much well yeah oh yeah Zelda Zelda fans in general (laughs) (laughs) the uh the same website also posted a standard edition which was the correct price too Uh, no box at all they feel very placeholder like oh I don't think it's anything new necessarily, and considering how the game has only been developed for a short time, I don't think they're going to release two it. Two years. 
Like we don't even know if it's um, not necessarily too. two years. Kind of started in 2017, actually. Are they using the same map for the region, or are they uh, changing they, the map? No, we have no Maybe. idea, but most likely. If because yeah. if they use the same map, it's, it's not going to be a big deal. It's going to be like years at the most. Um, a lot of fans are buy this because they enjoyed Breath of the Wild compared to most other Zelda games. And that's people always make much... the comparison between uh, Ocarina of Time and uh, Majora's Mask. And then there was like two years between there, and they use all the same assets. So two years yeah. between each game, two or three, give or take. Yeah, but it's the not same map. The worst. Having the same map is going to be really going to be pain. It's going to really drive down sales. I feel like. Because people, what, what really sold the game was the like open worldness and the exploring part of it, right? And even if, if you have the same map, I don't know, just doesn't have the same thing, same kind of feel. Or if they just bring together a bunch of stuff from old games, like uh, the Underworld or whatever it's called from. Uh, that would just Living be the the past. World, that would be big uh, Dark World, uh, Twilight. They have all these, all this other stuff. Wouldn't that be cool for the 35th anniversary 2021 release? Yeah, uh, but Nintendo games the thing, I mean, thing with. Zelda games is that they want to make every Zelda game unique in its own way. Like even even with the similarities between Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask, the two games are very unique in their own way. I feel I just, like that's gonna apply with uh, Breath of the Wild too. They're not gonna make it very similar to any past Zelda games. I just don't think um, like there'd be more of an announcement at least like at least like a little bit of announcement like we don't know anything about this game i don't feel like out of like the last like within i just feel there'd be a little bit more of if if it was going to come out so soon that there'd be like a little bit more build up to it rather than like imagine a month before the game comes out or something they just (laughs) drop all the information i don't think that would be very smart that would just be like definitely be a bad decision i don't know what about what about this timeline it releases uh march 2021 they reveal they do a reveal trailer like a proper one uh on the rumored august 28th uh this year they do a, like a trailer there and then every month or so they just give out like uh, another trailer or some more information until march 2021 that'd be great uh, i guess that, that doesn't sound like a bad idea no yeah. that'd be great keep it in the headlines for multiple months get the hype brewing and then when march whatever 31st comes drop they it. usually Boom. do like an example would be like a december uh nintendo direct or a january nintendo direct oh there's another time to just advertise a game. I like okay, but I think the biggest thing and it's is in the 35th two years, anniversary. right? Like two years between games doesn't seem very like it doesn't seem possible because of COVID. Like I can mm-hmm. see two years between like Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask. There wasn't really anything in between that that would impede their progress. Well, <sighs> you get. There's like months cut off, so at least probably a little later because. Uh, well, that, it depends if they're using assets in the same map and stuff, right? Because I guess they it are, depends then... how far along they are in development right now. Like if they if they like got yeah. a good chunk of the game done before all this happened, then the rest could be like. Well, they, uh, they might have been working on it the entire time that uh, COVID shut everything down too, right? They might have just been working. They've been working since. They, since Breath of the Wild was released, or at least assuming, like based on previous Zelda games, they they always start the next game right after the release of the previous game. So they're probably like three ish years into development right now. So like four years after after the release of the first one, the second one comes out. That's not the no, four years sound is like a pretty the... good gap. Consider, um, consider like the Wind Waker and Twilight Princess. Those two games are more similar than people think. They use the same engine, but the only difference is the art style, and that and took four was years. Gap? Well, four, like, it, was four year, it was a four-year gap. That's pretty good yeah. for four years. Yeah, like considering a, a different oh. art style doesn't mean they can reuse like any asset. It's like they, all have combat like, a system ton was, of remodeling. Uh, it was it was mainly retexturizing and modifying the engine, but that, they use the same engine. Hmm. 
Yeah, the Wind Waker is like the only Legend of Zelda game I've properly played. <laughs> Still haven't beat it. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. There's also the whole trailer pattern that people take into account when they're talking about release dates. Okay, I don't um, know about that. <laughs> typically, a trailer would be released like one and a half years before the actual release of a game. I think that's where people start speculating that 2020, like holiday 2020 would be the release date. And This feels this is a where, little bit like a conspiracy theory, but okay. <laughs> yeah. This is where it, it doesn't, it's not true because Breath of the Wild's Breath of the Wild 2's trailer only showcased a cutscene as opposed to gameplay. Other games, their reveal trailers actually showcase some some amount of gameplay. I feel like that's where fans are kind of overhyping the game too much. All this uh, speculation over patterns, it's definitely driving the Zelda community to a point where their expectations are a little high right now. That's high. That's how ambitious Breath of the Wild 2 is now. But these leaks, it doesn't make it any better. I don't know if it's ambition. It's more like um, people are just overhyping it. They have such high expectations because the first game was so great, right? And that yeah. could that eventually lead to the downfall of the second one. I mean, not meeting up to the same hype, not innovating or anything. That'd be so disappointing. Oh. It would be very, yeah. Considering Majora's Mask, that game impressed some fans by it being a really different game. Some fans hated it as well because it was so different. It's it's that kind of situation where you can say it can be successful over time. Launch it might not be. Well, I think judging by the last game, how it won an award for best game of the year, whatever it was, we can say the game of the year. We could say yeah, people I don't like think a sequel to Breath of the Wild is gonna bomb. <laughs> yeah, like it's gonna have a lead, like a lot of people that played the first game are gonna come back and try this one. Some the people that waited like a few months to get it and were just listening to what people say, if the reviews are positive, they're gonna buy it. If they're negative, they might hold off. So that's really gonna be the thing that uh dictates whether or not it's successful, right? It's like movies. Mm-hmm. Like if a, if a movie does yeah, well, exactly the right. sequel is almost guaranteed to also do well. But even if the sequel sucks, like, uh, for example, Spider-Man 3, by far the worst in that trilogy, but it made the most money because Spider-Man 2 came right before it. I mean, or I even personally... or, or even since it has like the name Breath of or like Legend of Zelda, that whole series, people love the games that might just carry like that partially carries the series kind of like Star Wars did with uh, the new pre like the sequels. even though all the movies were kind of bad. Like people still came out and watched it. Like even if this game yeah. is bad, it'll still get it'll still make money based on that name alone. Actually, has, has any I Zelda probably, game bombed? Actually, a Zelda games Triforce Heroes. Triforce Heroes oh. really it was like a mainline. Uh, yeah, but that game's kind of unknown. This, that is mainline though. That's that's the problem. Probably any of the handheld ones would technically bomb in a way. Oh, I'd say Link's Awakening. The remake was certainly not as successful as Breath of the Wild. Yeah, and definitely. That was, definitely. That goes to show how even if you slap a name on, well, some people just don't care. Yeah. Well, it, it did look kind of lame. Like the only thing that was really big about it was the new art style, right? It looked the exact same, and people don't necessarily want to play that game again. Like they already had that semi remake on the the 3DS, right? So, and then people uh, look at this was, like, uh, no, that was that was just the Game Boy, uh, game Boy Color port, Virtual Console thing, that. Was something. Anyway, I guess people didn't like the pricing for Link's Awakening on the Switch because it, it, it was a full-priced game. But yeah, it didn't look like it had the content to be a full-priced game, though. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's. Uh, I guess that's. I guess that's really just how it is. Um, I think the moral of this story is real or fake. People are gonna hype up anything related to Nintendo because they're yeah. they're uh, they... <laughs> all except for like Cadence of Hyrule. I'll, I'll give you, I'll give it that. It's no, I know well, it's especially an now. Game. Like, what matter? They with could that announce. Game. They could announce like you know uh, the DS Mario versus Donkey Kong games. They could release a new one of those, and people would be overhyped for it. Like, 
Right now, I Nintendo so. could probably release anything and people will go crazy if it's anything mainline because they're like... Oh, I mean, Paper Mario kind of was... Look, it, it was close to being shadow dropped. Well, yeah, but that's because like, if you market anything well, game. people will buy it. I think I said something but, to Nathan. It was like, uh, keep your expectations low and your hopes high and you'll always be satisfied. And I and I I replied to you saying that, and kind of use those two words interchangeably. Yeah, that's very like, true. It's, it's a very it's I think it's that's part of the problem, uh, in terms of overhyping a game. People match their expectations with their hopes, yeah. opposed to looking at some situations realistically, whether it's delays of a game or, um, you know, like issues within a game. Oh, Metroid yeah, Prime types 4. Of people in the world. Metroid Prime 4 uh, is a big example. Um, there's two types of people in the world. Those who go into a uh, indie showcase and are happy with what they see, and those who go into an indie showcase hoping they will they will reveal uh, Shantae for Smash. <laughs> Gino for Smash. <laughs> Gino's not indie, though. That's the thing. The glasses happen to the glasses asshole. Thank you for tuning in to the Switch Clicks podcast. Make sure to follow us on Twitter to keep up to date. Subscribe to the show on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher while you're at it. If you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or you can email us questions at the Switch Clicks podcast at gmail.com. Be sure to tune in next time for the next episode of the Switch Clicks podcast.